0: Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is Brody Snook. Hi. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Okay. I Hi. could tell
1: you were like, am I getting this right the entire time you were reading the <laughs> intro?
0: <laughs> could you tell?
1: Yeah, I would give that a solid... Eight
0: and a half out of ten. For obviousness?
1: Yeah, but also I would only take one and a half points off because of your nerves.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Did I seem that nervous?
1: You did. I just knew that you were like, snook, 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 what did she say? Snook or snook? I
0: know. It's obvious now, but to the listeners, we had this debate. Well, not debate, we had this chat before and I I got the name wrong.
1: But And then I explained that I'm not even really sure how to say it because it's a real dumb word. Okay. So.
0: (laughs) What have you had growing up? A lot of people.
1: I've had a lot. I mean, I think Brody Snook, it's It's kind of two unique names put together. And I think if I was like Kate Snook or Brody Smith or something like that, it would be a little bit easier for people. But I do often get asked if it's a pseudonym. And I'm like, yeah, I would not choose this <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. One that has to be asked about before every MC introduces me on stage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's
0: what, good. What would you have? What would be your pseudonym?
1: I don't know. I mean... I, I love the idea of like a porn kind of sounding name. Okay, I think, yeah. yeah, like we're doing that in my house at the moment. We think um someone said something about a sandy mound the other day, okay. and I was like, "That is the best porn what? name." Soundy,
0: we're sandy talking about mound. the
1: beach and such and such. Someone was like, "Oh yeah, sandy mound," and I was like, "Porn name, that's well, it. So that's it." Maybe okay. I'll be sandy mound. Okay,
0: so sandy mound. Welcome to welcome Desiree to the Vick. stage, sandy um, mound. As always, uh, let's dive in. Who's going to be your first choice?
1: My first choice for a dick would be, and this is the first thing that sprung to mind, and I think it's quite cliche, but I thought I'll go with it anyway, is uh, anyone who thinks it's appropriate to talk to the stranger next to them on a flight. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that a no, real, real yeah. basic it's thing re- to re- say? No, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. I
1: um, cuz obviously with the idea that we've crashed um, yeah, you know, and we've we're marooned on this desert island, I think I think we've all had flights where someone next to us has started a bit of a chit chat and you've gone, oh, we're on here for 11 hours. Yeah. How long is this going to go? And like, I don't mind, definitely don't mind a bit of chit chat up top, you know, you know, I was going to say where you're going. Obviously, we fucking know where you're going. We're on the same flight. Um, <laughs> where <are you laughs> obviously. So where are you off to? Oh, oh Dubai. That's funny. Me too. <laughs> yeah. um, interesting that. But no, just sort of, you know, where, are you going on holiday All that sort of stuff? I don't mind a bit of that. If it's mm. like a nice old lady, that's fine. I think if it's like, Okay. A scary old man, mm. less nice. Um, so, but yeah, Chatty Cathy on a plane. Right.
0: So there's this little bit of chat you first get on, and it's a politeness. And someone started doing it, and mm-hmm. then you think, right, it's an eleven hour flight, so twenty minutes of chat. Where are you from? Oh, I'll call you Australian. Twenty
1: so. minutes, or something. I don't know. Oh, you're nicer than me, mate. <laughs> okay, really. Yeah. What do you
0: do then? How do you get out of it?
1: I, I'd give a solid two and a half minutes before I'd be like, cool, and then like start to put my headphones Just, on and be like.
0: And then 11 hours of blanking them.
1: Not blanking them. I mean, if, it depends where you're sitting. Because I I always like to go the ILC because I would rather get up for people than have people get up for me.
0: Oh, that's nice Because I'm a
1: saint like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Even though I hate to talk to strangers. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I would rather people inconvenience me than, uh, than me inconvenience them. Because have you ever tried to like... Do the two D shimmy over someone when you've had to get oh out for my. a week? Yeah, yeah, that's you know, the worst. like it is the, the worst. 2D shimmy. The two D shimmy yeah. is what I call suck it.
0: Suck it in, suck it in, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or just
1: some people go bold and they'll just like stand on their chair and then climb over. No like, way, do the kind of straddle thing. I've
0: never seen. Have that. you
1: never flown EasyJet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, someone just like oh, gets mate. astride you and then oh, over. Yeah. Definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially if you're asleep. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've I've done a lot of travel and I just, observing what people get up to on planes, it, I think it's the worst and sometimes the best of humanity.
0: Do you think so? I
1: do, yeah, especially long-haul flights.
0: So you see the politeness that someone, but how rude someone can be. Well. Exactly. Okay. One
1: time there was a, uh, it was so strange. I was on a long-haul flight to Australia because obviously it's a long-haul flight and <laughs> yeah. um, a woman just without a word sort of, I wouldn't say through, but very vigorously handed me her baby. What? (laughs) Without a word, like literally without a word. I think she was just like, hold this and but without even saying hold this or hi what? can you hold my baby um which oh my i just God. yeah it was very kind of like what did you oh do? I, I mean you can't Held not hold the baby yeah, yeah. can you yeah wow. i think that was probably the first baby i've ever had <laughs> as well I was just this like 18 year old kid like <laughs> All righty. Uh. Did, uh,
0: did, what did you say afterwards you're like
1: i mean we had a very you were limited very cool. exchange you're a very
0: polite person she so kind of just, i think yeah. she was a
1: flustered mum on a long flight so i was kind of like well i'm not i'm not going to be a chatty cathy and strike no. up conversation with this flustered mum but yeah Yeah. she was just kind of like here you go and then I think she obviously needed two hands to do something and then uh and then kind of took her baby back and vanished down the aisles and I was like alrighty um
0: have you got any tips for listeners going on a flight to avoid that uh conversation the person that talks to you
1: I think um It's very important not to come across as an asshole, which I've been very mindful of when uh, even bringing up this topic, because it's not a nice thing to say. But I just think the idea of um, a stranger just starting conversation with you when you know you're stuck in that seat for for a long time, even if it's not a long flight. I
0: mean, yeah, it's actually rude of them, isn't it? Do
1: you know what? Exactly. It's
0: inconsiderate. I'm
1: not the rude one. Maybe I've had a bad day and I don't yeah. want a fucking conversation about holidays, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, I think I'm just I'm a i I'm a quiet person in general, really. I like to keep myself to myself. So I think it's very important to not be um, obviously not up for it, mm. but sort of have a nice kind of polite face on, but also one that says <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: okay <laughs>
1: stop that now As you
0: put those into your ears exactly. and just ignore i think so yeah, yeah okay have you
1: ever had someone try and strike up conversation with you in public when you've got headphones in
0: no oh. no way
1: ah to be a man <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no
1: oh mate it happens so often like you know even if you're just walking down the street or like on a bus or something mm. and you'll get a little sort of hand in your peripheral vision annoying. and Hi. you think what what could possibly more import, be more important than me listening to Desert Island Dicks right now yeah, on the bus? Exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bit of promo, no big deal. <laughs> it's
0: um, yeah, I mean they are I listening thought, to this already. Yeah, of <laughs> you know, course. But thank you, it's of good. course. Very Check
1: your surroundings, everyone. <laughs> no, yeah. Make sure there's no. <laughs> Tell strange, someone next to you to listen to, talk to talk it to. too. <laughs> um, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, okay yeah. I mean that must be annoying. Yeah. As, a, as a woman
1: I think and then to be marooned on a desert island with a, with a chatty Cathy is yeah or
0: to be marooned with that person that you've been ignoring you spoke to at the beginning you got to know each other exactly. for like two and a half and minutes. now
1: you rely on each other for survival <laughs> that's it exactly oh you've you didn't a... want
0: to talk to me for eleven and a half hours <laughs> exactly. on that flight and
1: now you want to get on my raft you can fuck yourself yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> it's so good okay oh. we all know that person that annoying person that speaks to you on a flight mm. that inconsiderate person that speaks to you on that flight um thank you very much Brody and who's gonna be a second choice
1: my second choice and I know this is gonna immediately sound controversial or depressing mm. but it's gonna be my dad
0: your your own dad my
1: own father
0: okay. Wow Do
1: you need me to quantify this? I
0: Really well yeah um, maybe not but um, no. it's, okay
1: it's not in a not in a depressing um, a strange kind of way not at all me Thank and my God. dad are very good friends right oh, we, good. We're, we're good buddies we love each other a lot but we are too similar ah,
0: and okay. my
1: dad lives in Australia I see him if I'm lucky once a year which mm. is fantastic. Um,
0: (laughs) Which is enough.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Just a hemisphere (laughs) apart. Um, But I think it it takes us probably about two and a half seconds to go into some kind of, not a fallout, but definitely some kind of bickering situation. Really? So I feel like if we were on a desert island together, obviously the aim, I don't want to die on that island. The aim is to get off. Yeah. The aim is to escape the island. And I think immediately we would both have very different ideas about how to do that okay. and different ideas about, you know, the logistics of things and blah, 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 and I can just see us turning on each other on the island.
0: Okay. Yeah, would and you, you don't want to do
1: that. Yeah, exactly. And I don't. I just feel like it would go straight to gender politics, and I'd be like giving him a lecture about toxic masculinity while he's trying to explain to me how to like build a raft or whatever. Okay, yeah. And I, I do. I feel like we'd really turn on each other on the island. So you're
0: gonna, you're gonna be at odds, but you're really similar. Like, how does that work?
1: Exactly. It's an interesting. It's a very interesting question that, and one that I probably need therapy for.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No,
1: it's you know when you're. uh, Have you got a family member that you're too similar to?
0: Um. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so, yeah. Would yeah. you want to be
1: on a desert island with them?
0: Probably not, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like, you know, what you need is teamwork and I kind of feel like we would both want to be the team leader too much.
0: Okay. Even if
1: we were, like, dying of sunburn on an island. Right. It would okay. be most important about who's going to take the lead, right. take the initiative when, and get us off when the When you island. get
0: rescued, who was the person that made the right decision? Whoever's
1: still alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I think it's probably to do with uh, he—he's an ex-cop, and I think there's wow, okay. a lot of a lot of qualities within that.
0: Interesting
1: that can make for you know a lot of butting heads.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: we're both very stubborn people.
0: You didn't fancy following in his footsteps then? Oh, then? I
1: really did. You know, did I you? did. My—I was—I was, I was going to be a cop um, for. You know, it was a dream that I was lasted well into my adulthood, to be honest. Um, really? and then I kind of realized that I wouldn't pass the bleep or the drug test. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: right, is that when the dream died?
1: Pretty much, yeah. yeah okay. I sort of uh, started getting into slightly more fun habits and uh, and went, Yeah, do you know what? I'd. I'd- it's either crime or being a cop. What are we going to go for? Probably
0: not for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, okay, And, and wow. then we
1: settled on comedy. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> Somewhere
1: in between. But oh, no, wow. I did. I really wanted to be a cop. Did so. you? Mm.
0: Did you do any of the tests? Did you do any of that stuff? Did I didn't. it
1: I, I was going to, um, there was a, a scheme in Australia um, at the time of when I was finishing high school, um, kind of like a campaign to get kids in their gap year to get into the army and the navy.
0: Oh, right, okay. And I was
1: going to do that because I think they were paying out about, like thirty-five grand or something like that. What exactly? That's and amazing. you sort of basically had to do the training and be in a program for like nine months offshore, or exactly. Or you could take your thirty k and run. Afterwards, yeah. yeah, it was pretty much like just the training program, with the idea that you would be then be recruited.
0: But just stick it out and then go.
1: Exactly, and that was basically what they were paying out for the um for the training program.
0: And then you found out they had to do a urine test, and you're like, I'm "Oh, out. mate, There's I was no outie, I was outie." Yeah,
1: I was like, "I'm moving, I'm moving countries."
0: <laughs> wow. And, and here we here are. We are. <laughs> here we are.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I did. I did not follow my childhood ambition.
0: No. Okay. Um, so you and your dad, right? So your mm. dad is going to be a second choice at Loggerheads on the island. <laughs> Yeah, I, okay. I just
1: feel like it would happen.
0: Okay. Yeah. Brody, who's going to be your third choice?
1: My third choice um, started off a little bit uh, too vague, okay. which was uh, so I, I moved over here from the uh, from Australia mm-hmm. when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. and obviously because I love to smash a stereotype, I went straight into bar work. Nice. So Great. I have or had worked in bars for like eight years right. before I became very, very famous, which you'll oh, be aware yeah, okay, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. That's it. Yep. That's why you knew how to pronounce my surname. Yep. And <laughs> I, I... <tried.
0: laughs>
1: So my my third one was gonna be basically anyone that I've ever had to throw out of a bar.
0: Okay. But then
1: I thought that is so many people and for so many reasons that I, you know, there's good only a few. Boat. There's only a few yeah. good ones that stand out um, at this point because it has been a long time of uh, bar managing. But there is one in particular that I had uh, two years ago Ooh. when I had to um, actually bar this man from
0: really from the place. Yeah, please, what happened? So.
1: Um, I don't give a fuck about protecting his identity, so okay. we're going to call him what we call him, which is Scouse Tony.
0: Scouse Tony. Yeah, because of
1: course he's called Scouse Tony. <laughs> um, basically, Scouse Tony was a, a regular in this bar. Mm. So I took over the bar and it had a sort of... You know when they take like an old kind of boozer and they really just... They stick some neon, they get some yeah, craft beers, right, they okay. get some DJs that look fucking too stupid to yeah be there. And, You've uh, got
0: like the skull of something uh, with an, some antlers over you don't even uh, oh my god uh, yeah. you came there yeah. oh yeah yeah okay. um
1: yeah it was just one of those where it was you know there was a, a big upside down cross on the wall and yeah uh, oh, so cool. honestly it was just it didn't know what it was to be I honest know. so we took it over and it did used to be this kind of like crusty old man boozer and the thing about when you take over a place and you try and rebrand it and mm. stuff like that is that it takes a long time to shake off that old clientele, mm. which it really did. Okay. And uh, Scouse Tony belonged to the, the, the locals that drank at the pub before it had its refurb. Mm. And uh, no matter how much you hike up the prices, <laughs> <Yeah>. those motherfuckers <laughs> will keep coming back in until you just- Really? Yeah, exactly. till you really have to do something to phase them out. Um, so yeah, he so he's been one going of those. there a long time, long time. Right. Yeah, he's in deep in the
0: history of this place. Huge. You guys have come along and changed it.
1: Exactly. I mean, let's be honest, we're probably the arseholes.
0: I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. right, okay. But yeah. it's
1: also not like you can't get exactly what you want at Spoons, which is about a hundred meters down the road.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. For three pound forty, for cheaper, it, yeah. exactly. It Doesn't mm. make any
1: sense. Mm. So Scouse Tony is one of those guys, and I have a huge problem with, and this might make me sound like a, a, a bad guy, but people who sit at the bar.
0: Yeah. I okay. don't, I,
1: yeah, as yeah, as a bartender, as a bartender, I mean, I'm sure I've done it, but as a bartender, you just think, cause you know, they'll take up a lot of space and mm-hmm. then they will be, you know, usually noisy and drunk and, you know, as they are, um, I can't believe I'm complaining about just all the normal stuff that happens <laughs> yeah. when you work in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you can tell I was really made for the job. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they kind of make it their own space and then, you know, you get things like change thrown at you and they want another pint oh, instead of actually on, asking. Yeah, 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 all that, yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff where you just think that is unnecessary. That's rude. So he was one of these kind of guys, but he's developed a kind of, I don't know what you'd want to call it, maybe an infatuation or a crush or a whatever, um, and, all, and he started to really focus his attention on me. And it was kind of at the beginning, you know, you put up with a lot of this. I've been working with us for such a long time as like a young Australian girl, you know. Mm. So you have to deal with quite a bit of shit, which is, you know, part and parcel of the job. But it grew to be more and more, you know, insane where, you know, he'd start doing things like bringing flowers in and he bought me this really... Crazy, um, like vintage pen and stuff like that. He's right, like, right. Oh, it's for you to write your skits. Do you there? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so it's for you to write your skits. I'm like, You've got no fucking idea what I do, but thank you. Uh, thanks for this vintage pen. Um, How's skits going? <laughs> yeah, real good. Thank you. Been using a vintage pen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it became really quite. I wouldn't say like to the point that it was threatening, but it was certainly menacing. It was over, over yeah. Told, yeah. And the thing was as well is that I lived uh, in the flat above the oh pub. No, yeah, because and I really love it. a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And basically, obviously, that that was that was known to him as well. So he even on my days off, like because it was one of those. Um, I've lived in many flats above the many pubs that I've worked in, but this was one where it didn't actually have its own entrance. So you had to go in and out of the actual. Bus Mm. When you wanted to leave the house, okay. so it was to the point where, like, even on my days off, I was seeing this guy. The front
0: door is in the pub.
1: Yeah, no, horrible. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. My God, I, I literally did. I did this job for like two and a half years as well. I don't know how I
0: well
1: how I didn't do it. Yeah. Should have got famous way sooner. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, it was getting. And he was one of those people. And I definitely don't want to put this on scouse people at all because mm-hmm. some of my best friends are scousers. Um, but he was just just could fucking talk for England,
0: really? and it's that kind of
1: thing where y- you're on your way out on your day off, you get cornered by mm. half pissed up scouse Tony. You know he wants to tell you about everything. He wants to ask you. Oh my god, this was the other thing as well. He kept <laughs> he kept asking me to go and do water sports with him. What, like what? And I quote: It wouldn't be weird. Because we'd be wearing wetsuits. What? What? I'm like, sorry, I can't think of something stranger than doing water sports <laughs> in a wetsuit with the guy I serve cider blacks
0: to. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy who I've literally only ever seen in this room.
1: Exactly.
0: And I don't like.
1: Come do water sports. Like... It, won't, it won't be weird. We'll, we'll be wearing wetsuits.
0: Like you'd have to like travel there I struggled
1: to think of something stranger to be honest yeah. gas Tony but thank you okay. thanks, for, thanks for the pen um, so yeah it, it became that's so weird it became just just far far too much And sports? um I don't, I don't think he'd ever seen water before to be honest with you I think he was just kind of like she's Australian she probably likes outdoorsy oh, things oh right he was
0: trying to get onto yeah, your yeah right. trying to get on my level yeah. and, and I
1: need to point out as well not that age is a thing I mean but it was in this instance this, mm. this guy was like my dad's age you okay,
0: know yeah yeah
1: um, which I don't know about you, but is not my thing. No,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it became become just worse and worse as it went on and, you know, um, I would, you know, I'd be in the flat and, you know, I'd have to text my staff being like, is is the coast clear oh, sort of my thing God, and, you know, can yeah, I come out? And,
0: so, so he'd, and he'd
1: just come in and sit there for hours and ask where I was and oh, all that no. sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, to the point where I... And I felt bad about doing it, but at the same time it was just like, nah, this is too much. Mm. Um, So I did. I had to bar him and he... um has been barred from many a pub before so, so he took it quite well so
0: when did it come to a head when was the moment where you were like
1: when he tried to give me a washing machine right okay yeah. did he
0: have the washing machine there
1: he didn't but oh, okay, i just but he was like i so believe that if i was like can you go get it and bring it in it, right right this second yeah. he would have been like well it's in the car yeah, you i'll know, just go
0: and get along it along
1: with all my bin bags and masking tape yeah.
0: <laughs> my um, God! Do you want to just come out to the car and have a look? Yeah, in exactly. Fancy...
1: I've read the collector, mate. No yeah. way. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. So oh yeah, no. He, he was, and he, and this was the thing. It, it did actually become a little bit aggressive because I just, I was like, I look. I don't. A, I don't fucking need a washing machine. Yeah. B, I don't want one. And why are we talking about this? Yeah. I'm trying to serve customers oh right my now. God. And he's just sort of hanging off the end of the bar, you know,
0: yeah, so talking lot, to me
1: about a friggin' washing. machine. Now, the gym. last
0: thing you need is to crash on an island, right? And oh. You're like, who are the survivors? Look up Scouse Tony.
1: Oh mate. The biggest of Chatty Cathys. Oh my god. Like he really? was just impossible to get away from. Yeah. And sort of with a very, very thick accent and once he'd had about Five or six pints, like I just. Oh, there was a lot of smiling and nodding, which I think is probably what got me into this situation. He would have said, "Do you want a washing machine?" At some point, and I would have been like. I don't know what he said, but I'm gonna smile and nod.
0: Oh my god, that's annoying. cut to the next
1: day. I got you that washing machine. You're oh, like, you're sober now. I don't know. Oh, wait, what? When did we talk about where, this? Now I can understand you. When did this? I say I wanted a washing yeah, machine?
0: Yeah. So yeah, Come out to my car and you know, it's yeah, just like a shovel and uh, oh yeah, some rope.
1: Oh, of course. Really? Okay. And, it, and uh, so yeah, it got to that point where he's he got quite aggressive about this washing machine. Wow. And uh, and right, and okay. was very upset that yeah. I didn't
0: you're done with this, yeah, this I was, yeah I was
1: like alright this is too much so stop you, bringing me random gifts
0: do you have door people that are going to chuck him out or you just uh, said right you're this, not allowed back in there
1: I mean on a Friday Saturday we did but at this point um the bar was still quite quiet as mm. we were sort of trying to get custom mm. and um so this but this would be like you know the minute you've opened the door on a that 12 o'clock on a Tuesday oh
0: no yeah okay, ta-da yeah. he's like, like parked around out. the corner like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I saw you
0: woke up <laughs> yeah exactly
1: oh I've, no I've, I've been behind these bins since 6am yeah, um, okay.
0: but he wow.
1: and then basically so I, I basically said look this is too much I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to bar you mm. and he's been barred from many places before so he did take oh, it quite right. well has he's, he told you that? oh yeah okay very very open man
0: right, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you've got, I that, got that so yeah. far <laughs> yeah. so he kind of went oh yeah okay six month ban and I went hmm. he said
0: six month ban yeah and
1: I went no no like as in bars and like you can't you come can't in come here come anymore here. Yeah. you know I, I don't I don't want you in here, you just, you know, and also things alongside that as well is he would just get way too pissed. And, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, a nightmare.
1: Exactly, and bring other, you know, real scumbags in and stuff mm. like that. And uh, so he, he imposed sort of, he could sort of then just danced off into the sunset thinking that he could come back in six months and I kid you not to the fucking day <sighs> six months later because I, I figured it out, I thought, how long ago was that? And it was like whatever six months to the day was, it was like the very beginning of uh, December and I thought, nah, he would have forgotten no about way. it because I saw him a few times on the street in that six months, and just sort of obviously the did heart. the old crossover and oh went, my god. Jesus. oh my god! Um, but yeah, literally to the day, he he just trotted back in, did he, with a bunch of flowers. Yeah.
0: Is that when you left?
1: That's when I was like, why am I still working Ooh, why here? Why do I work here? You're not meant to I work at a pub this place. for this long.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, my God. So,
1: yeah, but that was just crazy because I was like, God, you've obviously been like, you've noted the day. You've been oh, thinking yeah. about this. Yeah. You still want to do water sports.
0: I want to know where else he's been drinking for six months. I
1: know. Yeah. yeah. I know. And how many bodies are in his van? Oh,
0: my God. Okay.
1: So, yeah, I would Skulls not want Scouse Tony, Tony yeah. on, on the island <laughs> okay. at all. He needs to be voted off the island, L- that, that guy.
0: That is completely justified. So, Scouse Tony is going to be a third choice. Really,
1: Mm. really is.
0: Thank you very much, Brady. Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
1: Okay, I'm going to go with food first. Food first. Marzipan. 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 The Marzipan.
0: Why Marzipan? I mean... I can guess why, but go for it. Can you?
1: Okay, so I feel like... Marzipan is like nails on a blackboard for your mouth. Like it's horrible. Yeah. I don't actually know what it is. So, you it's know true. how like licorice is like aniseed? Mm. I don't actually know what marzipan is. Do you it's, know what it is? No,
0: I've got no idea. Or I is marzipan up, the I actual know. thing? Yeah. I'm not too sure. It's like evil icing.
1: Oh my God, it is. It's horrible. That's isn't way better it? than nails on a blackboard for your mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way I can describe it. And I find it, it's like. Have you ever bitten into a pastry and been like, oh, God.
0: Oh, yeah. Marzipan. Why, the fuck, why do they put it in some pastries? Is
1: it is, is it yeah. almond? I think it might it, be almond. It's almond. It yeah, is almond. It's, it's You're like right. It's almond pastries. Yeah. And you'll think, God, that looks real nice.
0: And then it's marzipan. And then you wish you were dead. Yeah. It's almond.
1: It is almond. So almond is
0: okay, but if you, the thing. Okay, but if you just were to eat a handful of almonds. Love it. Doesn't taste like marzipan. Not at all. So how do they make it taste so bad?
1: I don't know, but they need to stop. It's it is just horrible. Sugar. Yeah, but I, sugar should make a it taste nice. Of sugar
0: should make it taste nicer.
1: It it really should. You know, you should work for marzipan.
0: <laughs> Did I? Yeah, <laughs> I was sure. telling it. I just said it was icing's evil. Oh person. god, it's, evil just, icing. it's so
1: such an accurate description. So of it.
0: how often are you having to eat marzipan?
1: Look, I. I don't... Re- Actually, know. I do remember last time I had marzipan. Every time I've had marzipan, it's always been an accident mm. or a tragedy, as I like to think of it, right? The last time I had marzipan, was a couple of years ago, I was in a very posh, and I'm not a posh person at all, so I already felt really out of place, really posh, uh, like, Christmas pop-up exhibition gallery okay. thing.
0: nice, yeah. You know some... Cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not cool at all. I think I got dragged along there by a friend who had some art there that was by someone that she knew okay. and
0: you really painted a picture of yeah. yourself the bar that you worked in and yeah. the places oh, mate. Going on, on
1: this gal trust me and um we you know how those spaces like gallery spaces and stuff especially mm. pop ones they can be really tight mm. and obviously just expensive art in every corner mm. and stuff mm. i was probably a seven and a half out of ten hungover. All right. Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. um And obviously around Christmas time, I don't have a problem, all right? And we were walking around and we were kind of we were going to go for lunch and we were like she was like i want to go to this gallery first so we did a bit of a wander around the gallery and there was a guy in the gallery who i think it was his pop up or some of his art mm. and he was kind of hosting and he was walking around with a platter of like what looked like amazing homemade treats
0: nice okay so he was
1: kind of going around like that and offering them to everyone and i'm hungover starving and i'm like holy shit they look really good so i've got Grabbed the biggest one naturally yeah, yeah, yeah. and just gone in and just put the whole thing in my mouth before, like my eyes just uh, like no. just like streamed you as can't... I realised it was marzipan. And my best mate me, she knows she knows about the marzipan. Yeah, thing. yeah,
0: yeah. And she
1: has just naturally started wetting herself laughing. Yeah. So we're in this really posh, tight kind of like pop up thing with all this nice shit just. Being really loud and obvious that I'm having a breakdown in the corner with a mouthful of marzipan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's um,
1: she's doubled over laughing, tr- really trying not to make a fuss. I've got my back to the whole thing because I'm literally just like, how do I get through this in the corner, gagging on fucking a big lump of homemade marzipan? <laughs> and I managed to just like, because I'm like, I've got no intention. Of eating this. Okay,
0: yeah. This is like so a bite to do? the death,
1: exactly. You know when you got your mouthful of something, and it obviously just don't. You don't want it to
0: mm, be I've apparent that it's
1: in your cheeks, yeah. right? So I did that thing where you just your whole mouth is over it and you're kind of... Yeah, exactly. Mm. This is really not a good podcast content, no, but not, you've, suck you've suck just made the perfect face that. for yeah, that, yeah. basically. Mm. So I kind of did that and I'm doing the kind of, okay, all I have to do is just go out and I can get out into the street <laughs> and just scream into the wind yeah. <laughs> because I've accidentally eaten marzipan. So we kind of controlled ourselves and we've got to turn to leave. I'm making a way out of this teeny tiny little gallery and the guy doubles back with the platter and goes... One for the road. Oh, no. James, what do you think I did at that point? Do you think I grabbed another piece of marzipan out of politeness and put the whole fucking thing in my mouth again?
0: Look, now we now we know each other, I know that's exactly what you did. You're a polite person, oh, you put a second one in your mouth. Exactly. Oh, my God. I,
1: this is the part of me that will sit in the aisle of the fucking plane because yeah. I want other people to inconvenience me than yeah. me to inconvenience other people. And she was just like... What on earth? <laughs> and I, I reckon I'd gone a strange shade of blue at this point. Yeah. So I was just having the worst, man. Yeah.
0: You
1: know when you're hungover as well, everything oh, is just, everything everything's is just so exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then basically, yeah, we got out. We ran out into the street and I just spat it all on the side of the gallery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we went for lunch.
0: Nice. That's
1: great. <laughs> so Marzipan so not bad. is not allowed yeah. on okay. the island. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, ed- people have written Edinburgh shows on less. Oh. It's a good story. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's an idea for 2020.
0: Isn't it? Yeah. They yeah. you think about rewriting hills for this year, based <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, okay. Marzipan. Disgusting, totally justified choice. Can't, can't and what's, do. What's going to be your drink choice?
1: My drink choice is rosé.
0: Yeah, rosé. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, I get it. But do, why? You? Yeah, do you yeah, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think
1: a lot of people have a thing about rosé. I think... Basically because what I've, I obviously assume uh, on a desert island, the rosé is going to be warm, isn't it? Oh,
0: my God. So
1: I have like a proper PTSD for warm rosé because like my first two years living in this country, I genuinely think my diet was like Blossom Hill rosé oh and just cheap tequila. Oh, God. I know. Man. I was like 18 to 20 in a new country. Plaintain running around. stereotypes, exactly. really planted stereotypes. <laughs> Drunk Australian bartender wearing flip flops in January. Okay, um, yeah, and I just think you know, you ha- when you have enough bad experiences with uh, with a certain
0: beverage, mm. it just
1: it, it kind of goes Mm-mm. on the no list, yeah. doesn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Warm I like, as well. Warm
1: as well. God, I know, and I think I was trying to think about this last night. What the appeal is? Um, uh, you know, obviously this is a, a real generalization, but it was for me. As a young girl, like what is it about rose? Is it because it's pink? Is it that basic? Is it that easy? No,
0: because it doesn't taste nice. It doesn't taste
1: like it looks. I
0: think right. It's um, it should
1: taste like rose lemonade. Well, if
0: you get something like um, Blossom Hill. Or like Black Tower, Echo Falls. They're like, it's like the alco pop of wine. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the easy in. I don't know. And I mean, it's, you know, that sort of stuff's cheap as well. You feel like, when you're like 18, you're like, oh, look at me, I'm really cool. I'm having a glass of wine. I'm so grown up now. But
1: your taste buds aren't. So I think like it's that kind of happy medium between it being a red, which is a bit Mm. of a grown up drink, and a white, which is a, I don't know a mum drink or something yeah
0: yeah yeah okay island full of warm rosé disgusting okay mm -mm. thank you very much Brody fortunately for you you won't be without entertainment on the island the plane's entertainment system continues to work but just your luck it only has two working settings one is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song what are they and why
1: so I think what I did when I knew that these were going to be the questions Mm. I've thought about it in the wrong way okay or maybe not the wrong way maybe just a different way okay so hear me out I'm interested what I have done Mm. is I've picked my favourite film Okay. Because with with this in mind that for the rest of my days on this island, I don't know how long long I'm gonna be there. Mm. I'm quite a resilient young woman. Yeah, yeah. I might be there for like yeah. ten years. I
0: mean between you and your dad, you probably you know
1: Exactly. We yeah. might even make it off. Yeah. If we don't kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Um my thinking is uh I don't want something that I love mm. because then I'm going to have to re-watch it and re-watch it and re-watch it to the point that I don't love it anymore. True, true. So what I've picked, because my favourite film is Muriel's Wedding.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So and that's a film that you really can't do more than like once a year.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's for a sure. bit
1: like like same as like Priscilla Queen of the Desert. You yeah. can't smash that movie. That's not like a hungover Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I'll just watch something familiar and yeah. you know kind you of. You need
0: to give it enough time to forget to a bit it. to then you do, go back exactly, in. do, yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah.
1: music and there's yeah. just there's a lot of chaos and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So that I've picked that in the kind of um, I would rather have the memory of Muriel's Wedding mm. than watch it every day till I die.
0: Okay. Is that a strange yeah, answer? No, it's a really good answer. Anyone, I don't think I've ever had anyone look at it like maybe that. Have you
1: not? Yeah, that was... It's good. I feel like, yeah, sometimes I get a question and I go, mm, this is the first thing that springs to mind, and I, I feel like it, it's wrong. Yeah. But if I had to pick a film that I never, ever, ever wanted to watch again, Hereditary.
0: Hereditary. Yeah. Did you see it? it? No.
1: I mean, also has Tony Collette in it. This is nothing against her because she's incredible. So, did you have you got the hype around it or anything? When it came out last year, new horror film.
0: No, no idea. Oh, mate. I've got two very small children. I never do anything. No, but I mean,
1: like, the the hype around it was massive because it was allegedly like the new scariest film in the world kind of thing. I swear
0: they do that every year, though, don't they? I know. I don't know. Okay. See, I'm not, like, a
1: huge horror fan, Mm. but I feel like a a horror movie that's done well, sure. Mm. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and I'm not a film buff at all, and I think loads of people would disagree with this, this horror film was done too well to the point that it shit me up so badly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I have never been more scared in my life. And for, a like... The, the period of time afterward that I was so in life. scared. Oh my God,
0: oh my God. really? Yeah. Is
1: that bad? 100%. I, I genuinely don't think I I could ever sit through it again. Shit. And then I don't know if that makes me just, like, a little bitch or if that makes me, like, not know much about films because I have heard people be like, oh, that was a pathetic film. But, oh my God, it scared me so bad. And I would not want to be on a dark desert island with the with memory that. of half yeah. the shit that happens in that film. Really? Oh my God, yeah. I kind
0: of want to sit. I'm not into horror films at all, but no. I feel, feel like... like Uh, whatever they tried to do they were successful
1: yeah oh yeah I I felt like it was very successful I think because like traditionally horror kind of lacks a good storyline and also the acting in it is meant to be a little bit you know mm. sub mm. Um, but obviously Tony Collette's the lead in it
0: right so it's already good yeah. yeah yeah and I
1: just think like between that and I mean the storyline it's kind of horror movie-esque but there's mm. twists and stuff that oh, you know it's,
0: it's actually got a plot and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. got goosebumps literally really? about it. yeah okay. I know oh, no. right. and I
1: went with my um, my flatmates at the time I live with my two best friends who are a couple mm. and they're um, they're terrible human beings <laughs> so we went to see it together we were all got the night off we were all so excited blah 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 I watched the whole thing with my knees up around my ears at the cinema. Like, I couldn't even put my feet on the floor. Oh, God. Um, and then obviously, they were less scared than me. Because they're grown ups and they get to sleep in a bed with each other at night. I was in like a bed by myself in the the next room, exactly. And they just um, yeah yeah sort of took the liberty of scaring the shit out of me for the next three weeks. Yeah, (laughs) just by like I'd walk into a room and just all of a sudden all the lights would go off. Oh no! Oh, I know, like real bad people hiding under beds, stuff like that. It just makes you really regress to being a scared child. Like I had the worst trust issues in this share house. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, so I couldn't. with that again I don't think
0: okay so um Miro's Wedding because mm. you couldn't bear to hate it
1: exactly and then yeah.
0: Hereditary possibly the worst film
1: yeah I just okay. I couldn't I don't think I could be that scared again
0: mm. okay mm.
1: Toni Collette is just too good in it
0: okay she's so good right it's okay. so scary I th- I, I'm gonna put it on the list
1: yeah you should
0: when my kids are like 10 I exactly. might be able to watch a film yeah so. exactly okay sweet um thank you very much Brady what's gonna be your song choice
1: Okay, so I feel like I, I've i chosen the music of Bon Iver.
0: Yeah, I saw this. Okay. Yeah. Go. Again, Hit I don't me. know if
1: this is a controversial thing or not. It's just music that reminds me only of, like, real sadness. Mm. Real sadness. And I'm not saying it's not, like, amazing music because obviously he's very, very talented um, and I do love some of those songs. But I think, like, to have that all the time to be the only thing that you could listen to, it reminds me of, like high school breakups and that album i just remember being like just a sentimental broken hearted teenager and having that album on all the time and being like i will never smile again
0: Uh, yeah yeah it was just (laughs) so sad i think like i don't have uh i don't have the emotional stability to go through it why would i why would i just make myself that sad exactly
1: oh my god i know i don't think i could do it and i think you know One song on a playlist,
0: sure. Sure, yeah, if I have the option to skip it.
1: Exactly, if you're not in the mood for it. But if that's all you've got to listen to... Why you're potentially alone on an island after you've killed your dad. Oh my god. For years. <laughs> yeah. I think it would just be too depressing. I was the kid in high school that made like I burnt CDs for everyone. Oh cool. Nice. And there was a lot of Boniver because there was a lot of breakups in high oh, school. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I had a friend who um she was the first one out of all of us to get her driver's license. Um and this was our last year of high school and she had a really bad like dum 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 kind of breakup. Right. And uh It was a. It was the same time that um, "Bleeding Love" by Leona Lewis had come out, and that was her breakup song. (laughs) And she would. um, There was no parking at our school, at our high school, probably because they didn't think that anyone would be smart enough to get their license. (laughs) So uh, the house that I grew up in was just near the school. So she used to drive to mine in the morning, park up there, and then we'd walk to school together. And uh, I swear to God, I could hear Leona Lewis.
0: Really, about
1: two minutes before she no. even rolled in, she just had her Full up so blast loud, to cry. on repeat, just oh, no. scream singing into the windshield, like it was just. And I was like, right, I'm making you a depression session CD, which is what I called them. Thank you. Uh, I should really mark that session depression session, session, session CD. S- and it just had so, cool. so much Bonny so cool. Burr on
0: it. Oh, did it? And
1: yeah, I would do like little cover art with broken hearts, like little emo hearts on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I was a very good terrible friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, um, no slight on Boniver, right? Because obviously yeah. he's very talented.
1: Very talented. Yeah. yeah I just don't think if I'm really putting myself in that position mm, on an island where I would yourself, be very yeah. sad in yeah. the first place, I wouldn't need any music to bring that out in me.
0: No. Um, I saw that he headlined at a festival recently, mm. right? And I saw the posters for the festival and it said Bon Iver is headlining. And, like, all the other acts were, like, I can't know, I can't remember any, but they were quite, like, fun bands mm. you know I mean? and fun DJs. And the poster was kind of, like, like uh, really colourful. And I was like... That is the most misleading poster. People are gonna go and say they go and get on it like in the day and then he comes on as the headliner. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that is crash and burn, isn't it? I think
1: so. And if you've oh, I think as well, if you've like kind of caned the day drinks Mm. and you've like sort of already peaked in that kind of sense Mm. and then you kind of you know like at the end of the night when you're like on the tube home and that's when you have your headphones in and listen to some kind of solemn music or something, or something yeah. if he then comes on at that point in your kind of drunken decline as well that's yeah. when you get real existential and you like oh, sway no. in the crowd and you have a little glistening tear on your cheek thinking about all the shit that's gone wrong in your very young life probably yeah. I kind of feel like yeah that is it's not a good closer was he headlining?
0: He headlining yeah wow no no deep no. yeah okay um, Boniver.
1: Yeah. Great choice. Yeah, right. I, I stand by it. Well,
0: thank you very much. Mm. Um, finally, Brody, mm. uh, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Frog. Frog. Why frog?
1: Every day, frog. I. Every day, frog. I do not think I have... A genuine phobia of anything, but if I did, it's frogs. Really? Genuine phobia. <laughs> what? Yep, those goosebumps That's from the back, yeah. So how um, did this happen? So basically, I don't know. I mean, I suppose I can guess where it came from. So that house that I grew up in was in amongst like very dense kind of bushland. Okay. And uh, in Australia in the winter, it can rain quite a lot. So they would form like creeks and stuff like that. Okay. So what we would do as kids would go take our little ice cream containers and go tadpolling. Mm. Catch loads and loads of tadpoles. Great little, very wholesome pastime that we
0: nice. did when
1: I was young. Uh, we had a fish pond outside the front of our house. So we'd come back and empty our tadpoles into the fish pond and be like, Cute.
0: It's nice. Good, what a great childhood. Good bounty yeah, yeah, for the yeah. day, everyone. Yeah, something to do.
1: Let's go, you know, have a Vegemite sandwich because <laughs> I did not have a stereotypical upbringing at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we would do that. And then basically, I suppose I was too young to really understand the life cycle okay. of this sort of stuff. okay. So all of a sudden, the hundreds of taddies that we've gone of- to catch aren't tadpoles anymore, James. Oh, my God. What the fuck are yeah. they?
0: Shitloads of frogs. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it was just like... It was terrifying because yeah. obviously, you know, they're no longer in the pond, are they? Mm. They're, jumping they're jumping everywhere. everywhere you know, yeah. we used to leave our school shoes outside. You'd put your fucking school shoes on in the morning and mm. about 17 frogs would jump out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So all... I think it's their unpredictability and it's their kind of sliminess as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like growing up and they were just everywhere. And you'd think that that would kind of make you get used to it. But it was, yeah, I no. just can't. And an island that just has loads of frogs, mm. like... Yeah. You ever had a frog land on
0: you? Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh,
1: we had a dog when we grew up as well.
0: Oh, my, I bet and that dog had a field day.
1: Absolute field day. She was a sheep dog as well, so very like, you know, yeah. liked catching stuff. And oh um, she used to sort of play with them, but she would like sort of get them with her paw, like paw on the frog and the noise they make. It sounds like someone's like letting tiny bits of air out of a balloon. Oh,
0: my God, yeah. Like just a
1: scream kind of almost. And I remember as a child just falling asleep to that so many oh nights you God. just hear that going <laughs> on in the backyard okay. just a frog massacre it's
0: but secretly
1: I was like haha
0: ha. <laughs> get them yeah. get them those frogs that's why I left you outside <laughs> yeah night. exactly
1: less frogs for me to have to dodge on the way to school
0: okay island overrun with frogs would be horrible
1: horrible mm. don't want to go there
0: Brody, thank you so much for coming in.
1: I've loved this. This is great. such a good concept for a podcast.
0: Oh, thank you, mate. I mm. really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Brodie, what are you up to at the minute?
1: Uh, I am previewing for my Edinburgh Fringe Festival show. I've got some shows in London coming up, which I shall tell you about now. Uh, I am at the Bill Murray, which is on Sunday the 7th of July. That is an afternoon show at 4pm. So, let's hope it's not sunny because no one will come. <laughs> and finally, I have a, a preview in Stratford on the 20th of July. And then from August, I shall be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival doing my debut show. Mm -hmm. Um, It is called Handful and it will be at the Gilded Balloon in the wee Room Mm -hmm. at 8.15 every night, apart from the 13th when I will be napping hard and or having a sort of mid-month meltdown. Oh my God, yes, exactly, not Um. drinking. Anything, No rosé.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: so, yeah, that's that's exciting. That's the big thing that I'm doing. Can you
0: give us any insight into what handful?
1: I've named it Handful, uh, which is sort of inspired by the time that I went on a first date with someone. And I was called a handful within like the first five minutes of the date.
0: Okay. Which right. I sort of think
1: the story is good, but the concept to kind of explore is also really fantastic. Yeah, there's there's a lot of comedy gold in there. There's a lot of secrets, a lot of stuff that you'll probably will wonder why I would ever say that out loud to strangers.
0: Wow. Okay. But I
1: truly believe that is comedy in itself. Yeah. In that's exchange, for secrets in exchange for cash. Yeah, yes, uh, so yeah, yeah if and that sounds dignity. like <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
0: cash at the door, please. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
1: No um, dignity whatsoever.
0: Um, Brody. And if people want to get you on social media, where can they get you?
1: Mm, so, um, as we discussed before, what a dumb name. Uh. So Brody, was
0: it, was it hard to get your own name as a? <laughs> Do you know
1: what? Funnily enough, it was a breeze. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one had this name. So, uh, yeah, so it's Brody, B R O D I, Snook, S N O O K, pretty much on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah,
0: yeah. easy. Easy
1: as. Okay. No one else has got that. I don't have to put comedy on the end of it or anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's for you to decide when yeah. you come to my show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, well, thank you very much, Brody. Thanks for coming in.
1: Thanks, James.